0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Ah, Champions League music. It's fucking beautiful, isn't it? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Combat Podcast. Obviously, first time here, we appreciate it. You're joining the Liverpool channel in these fucking dull bastard times where we're all miserable. But it's a change of competition. We've got a new, uh, a new lease of life because the Reds are back in Europe, as the show suggests. Uh, I've got Matt Ramirez, I've got Tim, and I've got Mick Moran with me as well. Uh, they are in our little box seats. Uh, they're the posh ones today. The boys are in the box seats, which we will fix for next time. Technical troubles, hence the two minutes late. Um, so yeah. Um, Mick, I'll come to you first, Liverpool against German opposition, um, RB Leipzig, they are no pushovers, uh, they are currently second in the Bundesliga, only four points behind uh, Bayern Munich, uh, obviously there's lots to talk about but your initial thoughts, uh, you just made up that uh, with the Champions League back.
2: Yeah, that's my initial thought, I'll the last part, it's nice to have a change of scenery, not worry about Premier League games and hopefully have a new lease of life, like good news, like clopped on a boss press conference today, yeah. Um, Van Dijk's back on Merseyside doing his um, his treatment. Uh Kate, looks like he's back in in full training. Although he won't be available tomorrow, so it's it's a bit of good news. And then I, I also loved fucking Mo Salah's tweet as well. I think it was yesterday, wasn't it? So yeah. like, even little things like that can make you happy. So I'm I'm, I'm pumped for this one. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Super, mate, uh, Matt. Uh, you know we watched Klopp's press conference this afternoon. Um, you know the boss was sort of. Upbeat in a little bit of a way, in terms like he's not really asked about the, the shit that was going on yesterday in terms of the rumours flying around that he's leaving and stuff like that. He was just sort of I'm taking no notes of it. And I thought Henderson was brilliant in his press conference as well, where he said that and the fact that he loved uh, the Allison and Robbo fight as well. He thought that was he thought that was quite funny. But um yeah, I think Klopp is just you know, it's the, the support that we've given is was needed. Uh, and I know he, he didn't want to say it, but he obviously was very, very grateful. Um, even more than what he let on uh, about it. But again, we've just got to get behind the boss and the team, haven't we, tomorrow?
0: can't believe we have to talk about this. To be honest. like It's mad how vocal the minority of Liverpool fans can be that actually want him, not fans, that want him gone. Um, yeah, I mean, look at where we were when Klopp joined us. Look at where we are now. Take everything that's happened to the squad into consideration and no wonder we're in the position we're in. So, yeah, get behind Klopp, uh, as per usual, and... and no doubt that when everyone's back fit, use the season to reset and next season, let's see
1: where those are,
0: how, how loud those minority are being.
1: Yeah, it's a good point of that, mate. Um, Tim, obviously, we are, it's at Champions League knockout stages. Um, there's no more group stage now. It's, it's right into the business part of it now, which is what we love. Um, and this is where the excitement really starts to begin, especially with uh, home and away legs. And I'll put them in inverted commas, in fucking brackets or whatever, a line through, underline, bold, italics, times, new, Roman. Because we don't know if we're going to be playing the fucking second leg at Anfield, do we? So, um, yeah, RB Leipzig, Tim. Thoughts? Are you nervous? Because decent side?
3: Yeah, they are a decent side. And, and they've probably been the second best team in the Bundesliga behind Bayern Munich. And they've had a couple of big games with them that have been really quite close. Yeah. So... Um, yeah they've shown that they can run kind of like run with the top teams even though they're missing the likes of of Werner this year you know um they are a side that's coming in in form they've uh, they've won 5 uh, drawn 1 lost 2 of the since since the turn of 21 uh, 2021 even sorry um, yep. so you know this isn't a side that's going to come in and and just kind of like fold over because it's Liverpool and you know they they they've seen what what kind of form we're in and and the state of our squad and they're going to come to this game and, and expect to, to blow us off the field with, with all due respect to Liverpool so
1: yeah no it's a really good point mate and we've, what we've got to remember gents as well is um we've we've seen leipzig already in the in the champions league this this season against english opposition uh they got battered by united 5-0 in october but then obviously the the win against united at 3-2 uh, in December, knocked Manchester United out of the Champions League. And, you know, no, no slouches are they, Matt, at the end of the day. They've, they've got some really, really good players. You know, Angelino is now with them permanently now, which is a good signing for them. Uh, we all know about uh, Upper Meccano and and his talent at the back. Uh, obviously, we know uh, now he's going to go to Bayern Munich. Um, and then, obviously, the goalkeeper, Peter Glaski, has been one of the best players that they've ever had. Um, and, obviously, former Liverpool player. So... Um, we, even though we should be happy that it's a different competition, there's still a bit of nerves there, isn't there, Matthew?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you're coming up against the side, I think they got to the, the semis or the quarters of the Champions League last year. Yeah, they yeah. got further than we did. Semis, now, yeah. So they're not to be to be snuffed at at all. Um, I've been hearing a lot of chat about um, how people are less nervous because you can't exactly sit back in the Champions League. You have to go for it. But, I mean, that's the blueprint for, for beating Liverpool and their defence is decently solid so I was all week been thinking oh, okay it'll be a slug for slug sort of thing but if Leipzig like use their heads don't go into this as they went against United the first time then they're more dangerous than people I think are
1: letting on. Yeah Um Mick when we look at the uh, the Leipzig as, as an opposition in terms of the where we're playing obviously we've got to go to Budapest to play it do you think that's going to have any of a factor? Because of obviously what happened last season when the, the Champions League was all played at neutral grounds, you think that'll be any form of a factor for either side?
2: I don't think so. I just think it's going to be. I mean, we, we do thrive on a bit having home matches, obviously with a full packed house, and that always has an effect in all of our Champions League uh, campaigns that we've had that I can remember since I was a kid. Anyway, so the fact that we're not going to have that. In the home game, it looks like it will be a factor. But in terms of this one, I don't think it's like they're like like the boys have said they're going to want to attack us. They're going to have looked at our previous games. We've lost three in a row. I believe they've won their last three. So it's kind of like form, form team coming up against a not a team that's not very much in form. albeit we do, we have played well in the games we've lost, and it's it's a bit frustrating when you it's, it's all doom and gloom, and we played well in the, in the games we have lost. We just had one moment where it's gone to shit and then we've just absolutely shit our pants and then the rest of the game's gone and it's just what it's just it just happens consistently so i'm hoping like i said a fresh competition uh, on neutral ground we've got nothing to lose we've had some a bit, bit of good news with van dyke and cater and people coming back and uh, so i'm hoping that'll go go towards um a, a big big performance tomorrow and to make a statement
1: yeah absolutely tim i want to pick up what uh, makes you said there about when you know we've we've been one goal ahead and we've shit our pants and we just capitulated um, in in one way or the other. We can't really do that, can we? Tomorrow, because you know, you it's an aggregate game that the goals count in both both games. We can't really afford to be fucking up like that, can we? Because it isn't a group stage Champions League tie. It's not the case of all right, well, we've been fucking beaten. We'll just try and pick up points from somewhere else to get out the group stage. We can't afford any of that now, can we? If we are going to turn it around, mix right, this is the moment to do it, isn't it?
3: Yeah, and um, funnily enough, I think this this team like plays a very similar style yeah. of football to Leicester. I think that when when you give them the ball, they're very good with it, but they're more comfortable on the counter attack. And hopefully, we don't see anything like this weekend again. But at the same time, this is a team that will do exactly that if we give them the opportunity. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It would be nice to see Liverpool we'll come out and throw the kitchen sink at them and just, you know, get get back to goal-scoring ways, even if we do concede a couple. But I think an all-important away goal will be crucial in this tie because, fingers crossed, we get to play at Anfield, but, you know, we we might not. So, it, it might be crucial that we, we have an advantage going back to wherever we're going to be playing in the second leg.
1: Yeah, Matt, it's so, it's so funny, isn't it, the way, the way it's worked out in terms of restrictions and COVID, yet again, playing a fucking part. You know, you just think that you're getting somewhere, and it's not. Would you... Matt, there was a bit of a debate, wasn't there, for the knockout stages, of whether it was going to go back to what it was in Lisbon last year, it was just everybody in one place and just having a neutral venue, um, at, you know, at the end of the season. But obviously that can't work out again. Uh, how do you feel on the fact that we're playing, you know, in a neutral venue for the first leg and possibly a neutral venue for the second leg?
0: I think it's mad that someone could get knocked out on away goals having played in neutral venues in both occasions.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it's mad isn't
0: it. Yeah, it's just it's just what we're, what we're dealing with, I suppose. I mean playing in an empty stadium is kind of neutral anyway the, the whole fear of Anfield is the crowd um, we seem to have struggled more at home than away this season so this might do us some good to be fair if both are on neutral venues then it could benefit Liverpool massively unfortunately yeah,
1: no. so I'd be saying that <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mick I want to give you this, this one that uh, 1892 Reds podcast just put in and uh, thanks for joining us this afternoon mate uh, how crucial is the away goal now compared to other years with confidence levels? To get a huge result tomorrow will give us so much confidence into the Everton game. Mick, um, you know, it could it could be a score draw tomorrow, uh, which obviously I think everybody would, you know, a lot of Liverpool fans would, would take, uh, given the current c- uh, circumstance, would say, oh, fuck it, let's just take a score draw. Let's get them away goals going back to Anfield or Amden Park or wherever the fucking you know, hell we're going to be playing this bloody game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Confidence is key. Uh, if we can get a win against Leipzig, a very good Leipzig side, it, it can do us some good uh, going into the derby, can't it?
2: It can be huge, and, and it, it 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 can prove just how fast footy is. Because if we if we win to win tomorrow, and then we go into the derby with a bit of confidence, and we end up winning that as well, you look back on this week, and then we've we've, we've got a bit of momentum there, and especially with the likes of Fabinho and Kater uh, close to coming back, Yotta's yeah, close to coming back as well. Um, Hotter, that, come on, say it properly. All right, Diogo, Diogo Hotter. Uh <laughs> back, that's that's only it's only good is I'm spending too much time with these lads, are I? Fucking oh, hell. Uh yeah. Nothing wrong with that. We like I said, we've played we've not played badly in the games. We've been losing. It's just frustrating in the, in the manner that we keep doing it, where we we haven't got that resilience, especially in defence. And when I think it's the seventeenth partnership in 24 games that are centred off and the game's all about partnership so if you haven't got that there and we rely on it so much then I'm afraid it's, it's a bit more difficult to, to win football matches and that's what's proven to be the case at the moment but like I said fresh competition and we can go there with a bit of impetus and Klopp gave us a bit of a rallying cry today about all this shit about him leaving and he was like I'm not going anywhere I can separate me private and me personal put me personal and me work and life and I'm, I'm a grown man don't worry about me if we can go and make a statement there and then especially go and Bring bringing Everton to Anfield, um, especially after that that game with Goodison where we should have won it, and Thiago and Van Dijk both got injured. I think team talk sorted. You go go and show these cunts that we we want to prove that last game at Goodison wasn't wasn't a true reflection of the game. So um, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. to Just hope we tomorrow is a, a big one because we need to we do make, need to make a bit of a statement, especially having to bring them back to whatever we bring them back to. So we we need a good result tomorrow definitely.
1: We do. Even if it's a loss, even if it's a loss by a goal, say it's 2-1 or a 3-2 like eighteen ninety two, as you said there, it's not that big of a deal because then you've got another another game to turn around. And we've seen it loads of times in the Champions League over the years since uh, Liverpool have always been able to turn around those deficits. Uh, but Tim, when we look at uh, Leipzig, they played really well at the weekend and then they've got, they've had the chance to rest a few days, but, you know, they're, they're going to be missing Forberg. Uh, Henricks and Lema they're all all three of them are injured uh, with the knee, knee injuries as well so it's sort of like a bloody theme at the minute um, Justin Cliver a doubt as well with his ankle but they have managed to rest um, the captain they've managed to rest the, the main striker Alex uh, Saul off Tyler Adams didn't play much of the game as well and he's obviously a threat and obviously there's uh, Ibra say that Liverpool have been interested in as well, and they've all had rest at the weekend as well. So they are really, really focused on this because they've taken some really real encouragement for getting to the semis last year. Um they want to make a go of this again, don't they?
3: Yeah, I mean, and you can't blame them. I think they've got a solid squad. I mean, they've got they seem to have a capability to step up their game against bigger, bigger sides. They play really, really, really well on the counter-attack. They've got really kind of pacey wings and Clybert's and a danger if he is going to be in the team. Um yeah, I mean, this is a team that is going to come out and throw absolutely everything at Liverpool, and they strongly believe going into the side, especially with with our eight to ten or however many players we're going to have out this for this game that we're going to have out. They they believe that they're going to have a better side, that they're going to be the better team, that they're going to play the better football, and you know, despite it being away from home for them, it's away from home for us too. So it's it's this is a Leipzig team that expects them to come out with all the confidence in the world and and look to absolutely put this tie to bed in the first in the first game here.
1: Matt, do, do you think do you echo what uh, Tim's saying there? Yeah, they're, they're dangerous and
0: uh, as well like they've got similar to Liverpool. They've got threat from from the from from wide as well. angelina has got eight goals and eleven assists so far this season from left back. Yeah. Which is when, when you think of, of, of Trent, because you will be on Trent's wing, Trent defensively is going to need some help because uh, they're, they're not stupid. is a good manager. They are going to probably double up on our, on our right flank. And if Henderson's playing at centre-back again, that means whoever's on the right flank in midfield is going to have to put a shift in. Um, ideally, this is the game that I'd put want Fabi and Hendo back in the midfield, but that's probably not going to happen. No. And the only probably bit of... Decent news is that Kabak's played him before. Yeah, he was on the end of a 4-0 defeat <laughs> when they played. But I suppose Leipzig got brilliant and Schalke's defeat wasn't just solely down to Kabak. But um, we're going to have to to get at them because although I think they'll be a bit more pragmatic in their play, they will definitely look to get at us. And hopefully the front three can get some goals and get some confidence before
1: yeah, I, I agree, Mick. Um, Dev's up and ready again this morning, as usual, because Dev's just a legend and he's put uh, They play a nominal three five two That can shift in any given moment. This changes at any moment to either a passive 4-3-3, an attacking two at three five, nice, or a defensive 5-3-2. A long ball to Salah is the way to combat. Uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Do you agree with that? I mean, obviously it's a really good in-depth uh, analysis there from Dev. So Dev's just a legend for that. I appreciate that, mate. Um, but it seems like the long ball has been working recently for Salah, doesn't it? Uh, in terms of that's where that's how we should be playing, really. Yeah, well, there was a couple against Leicester, wasn't it, where Hendo pulls out a few worldies
2: and Salah gets in behind all and should score. Really, in, in, the, in that chance he has, what he should have buried there. But uh, yeah, it's always worked for us if you've got someone back there who's
1: <laughs> just replying to a comment. You keep talking.
2: Oh, sorry. I just, I was thinking, what the fuck's going on? I thought you were going to rip your shirt. off thought uh, you, fo- you fucking wish I would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you no, fucking I just, wish I, I would, sunshine. I thought,
2: it, I thought you were trying to um, 20 year anniversary of a Roma game, innit? So that's I thought that's why you're pulling that off.
1: It is. It is. We'll talk about that in a minute.
2: Yeah. It's on my uh, notes. It's in my notes. It's um, it's it's always on. It's just we just need to. Be good. That's why we miss Van Dyken and, and Gomez because they're so good at it. And obviously, having Henderson back there. That's one positive because he has got that range of passing that can that can cut teams open like that. So, yeah, I agree with David. It could be a could be a, um, a good option, especially if they try and press as high. They can do it all they want, but them them long balls out to Salah and Mane always on every time. So do it your pedal.
1: Yeah, and um, it's worked before because uh, you know eighteen ninety we played against teams like Atalanta. We played a back three five. Salary money in, in behind will be enjoying that luxury. Absolutely spot on there. Um, one thing that Ben's just put in. which you think we need to talk about? Because we might as well we'll we'll bring this into talking about the lineup and stuff like that. Um, but I just want to touch on this before we lose it in the comments. Uh, Tiago in or out, then, fellas. Let's be honest, he's been poor, hasn't he, lately? So I'm not touching this Tiago thing again because I got my ass tickled last year about Tiago. So I'm just going to leave it to you three to talk about it, and I'm going to go to. Tim, first you tackle this one here.
3: Um, I would fully expect him to be on the side. I, I, I would honestly put him, put him in the number eight role. I think that he could be crucial in creating attack. Um, I would play him with uh, Genie and Jones. I think that they're they're really really good at holding the ball and 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 kind of recycling possession, and both of them kind of do a a. a semblance of a job of what Fabinho did when he stepped into the midfield. Um, yeah, I mean, but I, I don't understand what the criticism is. Like, yeah, he's had a couple of bad. He's had he's had a couple of bad. He's well, I mean, he's had a couple of bad games. What, what are you going to do? Like, he's not playing with with the top top class, you know. This isn't the the Liverpool he came in and expected to play. This isn't the level of team that he's he's played on for the last ten years of his career. Like you can't come in and and not, he's played a month now and criticise the guy that he's destroying the club because he's just not. So let's 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 give him a wash. Let's give him this season to adapt to Premier League football. All right. And then when he's playing with our with a front three that's in front three that's in form and a defence behind them that he's not having to constantly worry about then we can judge what, what effect he's having on the club. But for me, if he's fit, he's healthy, he's still one of the best midfielders in the world, you stick him in the side.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that, mate. Um, but also, for what Ben's saying, um, Matt, I think that Thiago is a cherry-on-top-of-the-cake type footballer. Do you know what I mean? When all the layers are there that work perfectly in unison and then he's the cherry-on-top-of-the-cake, we're, we're just like, oh... Oh, that was a nice finish. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Now, I get where Ben's coming from because Thiago has come on against Leicester, you know, give away that free kick. He's quite rash in his tackles and stuff like that. He hasn't really been the player that we said, but, you know, it, it, where do you see with it? Is it what Tim Tim is saying is the fact that because he hasn't been in the settled side or do world-class players play really, really well no matter what side they're playing in? I
0: think you need the side as well. It's not, it's eleven a side. It's not one-on-one. Um, the thing is, we haven't seen Thiago play in the team that he was meant to play in, if that makes sense. Um, if you look when Fabi came in, when Rogo came in, now all world-class players and probably the best in their positions, but they took months to bed into the squad. The eighties, we didn't see them um, because they were getting used to the system. And I fully believe that we would have seen the same with Thiago, um, but we've had to play him because there's no one else. Everyone got crocked. Yeah, <laughs> he's supposed to play in a midfield was, I fully believe he's brought to play with Henderson Wienel, Henderson, and Fabinho and he hasn't had the opportunity to do that um, so True. of course he's going to sort of stand out, one doesn't know the system and secondly he hasn't got the complementary players around him that he would have had um, I'd still go with him, I think um, yes we haven't seen the best of him but I don't think that's all down to him like I said there's other factors um, and in a game like this where it's going to be a bit open Because then they're not going to completely lock up. When it's going to be a bit open and we need someone cute and clever in the midfield, then who better than Thiago to have in there? It could be the the point that turns his, probably we have to say this already, but turns his Liverpool career and shuts some people up. Because the the amount of people that have just made a a foregone conclusion on Thiago and been like, that's it. It, It's crazy to think how how excited we were for him. But we're not giving him the time. Uh,
1: Mick, where do you sit on it?
2: Nick, hello. Um, yeah, like I mean, I sort of, am I, am, am I, you
1: know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I got you, yeah. mate. Yeah. Um, I thought what Henderson today said in his um in his interview was was quite uh, pointed. He said like he need Tiago still needs to learn to how we how we play, and I thought that was quite quite a good. Like what that's what he needs to do. He need he's only kept, like Matt said He's only just came in. Um, there's usually like a grace period for someone to learn learn the ropes and learn where to where to be but then also on the flip side that he is one of the best midfielders in the world so you kind of expect it a bit quicker but I think that our midfield is so key and there's so many elements to it that it's, it's not going to happen overnight he's, you can see he's really keen he's, he's always fighting for tackles albeit a bit fucking too recklessly and giving away free kicks and whatever else around the box which is really annoying but uh, that, that can get you can can needle that out of his game a little bit in when we've got a better uh, back line to to supplement that because he's he's running back towards his goal way too often at the moment way way more often than he should be um, and that's why I think we're seeing him as the eight or the ten suits him a lot a lot better. But um, the more players we've got in this in the squad tomorrow or in the start eleven, I should say, that have played against Leipzig last year, yeah. i.e. kabach antiago the better it's going to be because they you know what what, what we're going to face in. in in reality so um no he's got he's got to start tomorrow and it is mad the way people are questioning like i understand what ben's saying in terms of he's not set the world alight, but the team's just not functioning in the same way at the moment and that'll only happen when, when it is
1: yeah no really really good point mate and I, I i know you don't like people talking bad about your boyfriend i, I wouldn't you know like yeah. that talking about uh sure. other people so I, I i get where you're coming from um, but Dan's Dan's back as well, am hey, mate? He's put in. I wouldn't start. Tiago Need to be proactive and press well in an organised manner. With the emphasis being on turning possession over, it he gives away too many files and would allow Leipzig to retain the ball. Well, yeah, I sort of agree with Dan a little bit there, but I'm not. You know, I, I hate Tiago, don't I? You know what I mean? Um, is, but no, if we um, all start Tiago.
0: That means ox starts because everyone. Well, this has. is the
1: thing. Matt. No, you, Matt, you're absolutely spot on, mate. Because who, who do we put in play? Now I would have Tiago. In my midfield every week because I think uh, even when he because he said everything didn't it about Deox's development to make because he was fully fit against Leicester and when Milner went up went off injured Thiago came on and it was it said in the the presser before the game that Thiago wasn't fully fit but he still came on and played the majority of the game instead of the Ox and that says everything and that's what just says everything about Thiago's ability he's that that good um, and I think he's definitely one of them players where okay he can have a bad couple of games. But we're now moving into the Champions League now and Thiago's going to be playing in the Champions League for Liverpool, which obviously composition that he knows very well, it's going to be a different type of game for him in, uh, in terms of playing against the German opposition that he's used to. I think he'll relish it tomorrow. I think Thiago plays tomorrow one. I just think we're, we're going to end up talking about him in such a positive light tomorrow and I can't wait to see him uh, play in it as well. Um, 1892, they've said they'd have Jones in midfield. Uh, so, Tim, just... If you could pick your lineup for me now, mate. Does Alison start in goal, Tim?
3: Oh, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent.
0: Gotta... <Okay>, okay.
3: <laughs> well he yeah, we laugh. I mean he's the guy who'll be next or so we need to replace him. Yeah, don't I yeah, exactly. You, you can't you can't doubt it. He'll be he'll be the next guy in line to, to blame. Um yeah. Allison, Trent, Kabak, Hendo, Robertson, Genie Jones, Tiago, and the front three and i just wrong with it. We played well for 75 minutes against Leicester. We put in a performance and, and put away our cha- our chances, you know, in, in, and we played the same fashion. You know, This this we could wrap this tie up in, in the first game. This is a Leipzig team that as much as they're good for scoring goals, they, they can concede in, in bunches too, just like we can at the moment. So I think we go back to initial, the the type of football we played initially on the club and we just kind of put, try and put as many parts in as possible at this point. Fair enough. Matt, line up for you? Same as Tim. Exactly the same as Tim. Um, I don't think
0: Fabi's back, is he? Don't think so. No, then Hendo at the back, yeah. Um, mm. And then it'd have to be a midfield of Jones, Thiago, and, and Genie because that's all we've got because Milner's, they don't want to start Ox. Milner's out, Naby's out, Hendo's at the back. So, yeah, I mean, that's as strong as yeah. we can go. It's creativity in the midfield, a bit of bite as well. So,
1: that should help yeah. us out. Mick, anything different to the lads?
2: No, see above, exact same. It picks itself, see to above. be honest. Yeah, like Millie's out, so and obviously he would have been good if he could have played tomorrow, but Jones has proved when he's when he started and been took off, there's been a noticeable difference. And when he's come on, he's been proactive and, and created stuff for us. So, yeah, I love seeing him in the team because he's, he's adding that pressing part to his game as well, which I noticed against Leicester, he wasn't just half jogging, he was chasing stuff down and making stuff making it difficult for the opposition and ch- chasing second ball. So, if he does that again tomorrow against a really good Leipzig, so, I think he'll have a key play, a key, a key, key game for us tomorrow.
1: Absolutely. Uh, ben, yeah, definitely, mate, I'd have a Riggy all day. <laughs> just, uh, Cha- Cha- just a Rigi. Just, just, just a Regi on his own, absolutely. Um, I, I don't see anything different to what you boys have said there, really. I think Klopp will play it safe at centre-half. I say safe, you know what I mean? It's fucking unreal, but um you're talking Hendo and, and Kabak at the back, aren't you? But you know the lads in the comments they've they've said uh, a few different things. Uh you know uh partnership of Kabak and Phillips again you know I, I wouldn't be disappointed to see that Dan said the exact same thing um he said he, he'd have uh, Phillips and Kabak again it, it it's a shout isn't it because anything we could yeah. do to get um anything we do, do to get Henderson in midfield Mick and I just I just feel that there should be a trigger that he pulls at some point to just go right. I'm gonna have to get Henderson in the mid in the middle. Is this the time to do it? I don't know.
2: Yeah, if Fabinho was fit, then maybe because he could, he would have went Fabinho and Kabakhan and put Hendo back into midfield, and we'd look a lot a lot stronger, didn't he? Uh, But I don't I don't see it happening. I mean, I think Davis was in training as well today, wasn't he? Ben Davis is back, so yeah um, he's gonna like you said he's gonna have to do it at some point he's just gonna have to go come back and davis um and then flood the midfield with the our best players and then front three and then play as close to cap as we can to the um original lineup that we all know is the picks itself every week when we've got Van Dyke and gomez in there so if we've got two center halves in there and in the midfield is the same as it usually is then it, yeah it can, it, it, it can be as close as to what the usual Liverpool team is, albeit we don't know how good uh, Ben Davies is. Yeah, we haven't
1: got a fucking clue. Why I haven't, anyway. No, I well, haven't. Let's not pretend that we we watched Preston in the championship. No offense, <laughs> but we, you know, let's not pretend that we do. Um, but Tim, I, I, I would be buzzing if we had Kabak and Phillips, so or we'd have Kabak and Davies at the back somewhere. I really, I really would. I think it would be fucking. I'd be like, yeah, fucking is right, Klopp. You fucking do that. You know what I mean? I I, I would love that. But I think because Kabak and Henderson played at the weekend together. I think it's a partnership, right? Well, they've already played together once. So let's just carry it on. They'll know each each other's game a little bit. Um, Tim, I, I agree. With you. I don't. I don't see any partnership apart from Kabak and Hendo. And I, I, you know, it's it's still good enough to to win the game. I think do you.
3: Yeah, hundred like, percent. Like like we've we've brought up. We've we've played good football with. Well, obviously that partnership, but with the Hendo and Phillips partnership as well. Then we haven't exactly deserved to lose games for massive spells of them. Obviously, we then lapse for 10 15 minutes and we've got a habit of folding at the moment. Um, yeah. the, the my problem with the Kabak Cal- 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 and Phillips thing is that I would probably introduce it probably after this week of football. This is two huge games where you don't really want to lose. Because for me, if if you if we end up playing Kabak and Phillips and it, it goes very, very right and they end up being a very, very solid partnership, then brilliant. but if it comes at the expense of five goals tomorrow night at Leipzig or a 4-0 defeat or a 4-1 defeat to Everton at the weekend, then yeah. you start to kind of look at Klopp and go, well, we had Hendo there. Whereas mm-hmm. if it was to West Brom or who, I can't, I'm not sure, who, who do, anyone know who we have after Everton?
1: Have a l- there you go.
3: Sheffield United, where you go, all right, well, we we kind of got some room to toy around there because even though they've been in decent form recently, you know, it's not a massive game for the club, whereas Everton on the weekend is. and Obviously, any, any game in Europe is massive for the club. So, for me, I think you stick to your guns, you play with what's been working for, for spells in games, um, and kind of you just play it safe at this point because, you know, the Champions League is is the one thing we have left where we could realistically lift lift that trophy this year, so...
1: Well, I, that's to be fair, I mate. Mean, that's a really good way into into coming into the final bit. I just want to put in the, what Dan just said like, because that's a really good point. It's two legs. Might as well go with Phillips and Kabak, See how it goes, in my opinion. a negative result in the return leg, which hopefully have even more options. Yeah, it's a really good point. That it re- yeah. it really is. Um, and again, especially, like you just go. On. Sorry, Jay. Especially
2: because the, no. the, the, the second leg of the game is tenth of March, so we might have we might have hotter back by then. Yeah. So
1: stick in. <laughs> probably do a fucking good job, mate. Probably, probably <laughs> fucking keep keep us a clean sheet and still bang a hat trick in against Leipzig at home, away slash home away. Don't know, um, home and away. Everyone used to watch that. No, me neither. Shit. <laughs> um, it just was. before we, it was shit. I'm going to ask you a question now, and then we to talk about a subject, and then we'll come back to the question. And I'll let you think of it, and probably people in the comments will give it away anyway. Um, but that Liverpool's first ever Champions League, um campaign was the 2001-2002 2000, 2000, season um, obviously not European Cup I know that I'm just keeping it Champions League you know last last 20 years who was the first team we played in a knockout uh, two-legged effort in the Champions League when it was renamed the Champions League so you can have a think about that or oh, does anybody want to hazard a guess right now the blank stirs on your faces Matt I'm not expecting you to know it because I think you were about one or you were about 10, 10 months old when uh, when this happened um, but it was a German. Te- it was a German team, hence, hence the question. Um, like much in Gladbach or something. No, we did play then, but that was in the final in '77. Uh, no, it wasn't Roma, uh, even though that is the, you know, it's a nice anniversary of uh, Mike Lowen scoring two goals in that kit. Um, um, it wasn't Roma. Got was it in 16 years. No, it's not, mate. No, it's not Dortmund either. No, it's not Dortmund. Think, of, um, I think I've
2: got it, Jay. Think I've
1: got it. Is it Leverkusen? Go on, lad. Yeah, I've just seen your eyes go to the right. So you've obviously just googled it. That's no, <laughs> as, 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 as long as we've got there. That's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. I remember. But Dan's got it spot on as well with Leverkusen, <laughs> um, and Ben's got it as well with Leverkusen as well. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, we won one nil um, in the first leg, and we this scoreline in the second leg is four two, but doesn't tell the fucking full story because we we should have fucking got through to the semis against United and I reckon we could have got to the final but watch the highlights it'll fucking tell you the story that you need uh, but yeah well done boys to the people that uh, <laughs> jesus cheated <would you> <laughs> uh, yeah so um, last question uh, before we sign off I just want to talk about your hopes and expectations for this Champions League season, obviously everybody wants number seven. We all want to be chanting, you know, uh, we won it seven times in Istanbul. We won it seven times. Realistically, given the fact that the way we're playing at the minute, but how do you feel about going into this Champions League season? Would you be satisfied against getting to the semis? Would you be satisfied against getting to the quarters? Or do you think, you know what, no, fuck it. We get this right early in these two legs, get this confidence up, and this can be... Two one off games in these knockout ties, we could fucking do this. And I'm going to throw that at Matthew.
0: I think we can do it. You know, when we're on when we're on it, it's Liverpool are pretty hard to stop. Just it's hard to look past how we're playing at the moment. Now, how we're playing at the moment, I'd say let's just make sure that we go out fighting and don't go out with 7 0 on aggregate, which at the moment is very possible. But there's time to come back from it. It's literally one game until we have a whole host of players back from injury. And then mm. it's a the same way. And once everyone's back, there's time to rotate. Um, the team can get a groove going. Then we're hard to beat over two legs. We're not easy to beat. You can't beat Liverpool just by showing up, um, even though some teams have this season. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, Fair so enough,
0: mate. So, we with Ian Thompson. We'll get to the final then Virgil bag a hat-trick of corners.
1: Love it. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be happy if Virgil just... We get to the final, we win it and he comes on in his full kit. Just fucking lift the trophy. Oh, I won't give a shit. I'd have that. Do, do a John Terry. A um, team, though, if, if Van
0: Dijk comes back, keeps it really quiet yeah. and then all of a sudden he's just in the team sheet...
1: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, when he's been added to the Champions League squad? So you never know. I think it's it's quite an interesting one that. But I'm not even going to pick at that because I don't even want to get excited because I don't I don't get many rises down below, so I have to fucking count them when they happen. So I'm not even going to do it. Uh, Tim Ma- Matthew has kept us on a, a real positive there, Tim. So don't let us down. So come on, keep keep us on that positivity ride. Come on, what what are we doing this season in Champions League, lad?
3: I actually think that we'll be really good in the Champions League. I think that the counter to I think what first of all I think we're we're past playing our worst football now. I think we went through a spell where we couldn't attack or defend. I think we're past that. I think that the Leicester game, despite the 3-1 kind of loss, if if you remove eight minutes of that game, we win that game. So mm. um, for me, I think that we we make a really good run at a final here. Um, I think that it's going to be tough, but I think that you find that in in European competitions, teams don't tend to want to sit back and play counter-attacking football the likes of Tottenham. It takes balls to do that because it can go so wrong. So I think that you'll find that a lot of the teams that Liverpool will play against, if if they do go through, will want to play attacking football and try and, and believe that they have the quality to exploit our... Uh, kind of like back line, so I think that it's it falls into our hands and it falls into the way that we're going to want to play. And I think that if we find our form, that we'll be a really dangerous team in this competition that we could really kind of push it and, and maybe win our seventh in Istanbul.
1: Fair enough, Mick. Come on, finishes off strong, lad. Are we all talking shitty or being too positive? No, we're not, uh, you know. Uh, cool, and, thanks well, for I'm that looking... Mike Nice one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I know, I'm just looking at again, cheating
2: again I'm just looking at the semi-final first leg, 27th of April and the second leg this 4th of May Van Dyke could, could be back in the squad, squad for at least the second leg of that which is, just makes me so <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> no, it's, um... Stop it
1: Michael I
2: echo what Tim said, like the, we can be like a that old fucking cliche, a wounded animal, and people will think we're there for the taking, which we have been last couple of games. We've got mm. under pressure and we make mistakes, then that breeds more mistakes at the moment, but if we get a bit of momentum in this competition, there's no reason why with Hotta come back into the team, Kate come back into the team, Fabinho come back into the team, there's absolutely no fucking reason we can't go very, very far in this competition, I hope we do
1: yeah that's a really really good point mate yeah i love that love the positivity from all three of you there and i i, I echo everything that you just said i just i love this competition so much i love the fucking music i love everything about it i love the football of the fact we've won it six times i where's that fucking comment gone there is that this i love this look at this i can see that being written on posters and everything and on the fucking yeah. bus and everything i love that Fuck it, ben You best fucking copyright that now lad and just see what happens there with that um <laughs> Uh, ben Priest is back and says, Are you guys doing a post show? It helps the PTSD. We absolutely will be doing one, mate. We, we definitely will be do- doing the team news and we'll be doing it after as well. And I've made like a nice little caback video for him as well with his new song. So I'm going to debut that in the team news or afterwards depending if he plays well. I was going to do it after Leicester game, but I didn't even want to fucking exist after Leicester game. So it really doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. Um, yeah, so listen, we appreciate everyone that's joined us uh, today. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, 1892 thanks for dev good morning mate once again waking up from this the first thing you're doing is, is being with us we appreciate it Tomo's back again we appreciate it mate all the time uh ben priest is joining us and you know what i think that was a really good chat in the comments as well uh, and obviously thanks to to you boys as well for for joining us again we appreciate it you know busy lives and all that sort of shit we're doing a show at five o'clock that's never fucking happened for us i love it uh, so yeah We'll be watching the game tomorrow. We'll be, we'll be there for the team news and we'll be there after the show as well. Again, thanks to everybody who joined us and uh, yeah, see you tomorrow. Up the fucking reds.
3: Sports Social
0: Podcast Network.